Uh, right, hello everybody. Welcome to today's Trend Signal podcast. Uh, my name is Adrian Boothy. I'm the head of trading here at Trend Signal. And today, uh, alongside my colleague uh, Jerry, uh, Jay Miller. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Hello. Uh, morning, all. Hello. Um, we're going to be going through well, really what's going on with the markets in the How to Trade Forex and Stock Markets podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about Trump getting COVID-19 and the effect that's having on the markets. We're going to be talking about the fiscal aid um, package in the US and how it might be a step closer to going through, maybe. Uh, and also talking about the poor jobs data from last week. And it's making for um, a bit of volatility, a bit of interesting moves uh, on the markets, Jerry. But do you want to kick us off uh, with a little bit about uh, perhaps not last week but maybe what's happened so far this week uh, here we are monday morning well yeah monday morning um we had all that news friday with uh, trump and uh, the first lady being tested for covid which sort of for a lot of people doesn't come as any surprise when you see what they were doing in the rose garden the previous weekend just uh, not what we believe isn't it oh uh, just yeah. you know you're not you're not supposed to shake people's hands everyone does this elbow and fist bumping and stuff and you've got you know, there's this one Republican senator I saw hugging and kissing all the other people who were attending. And you just think, don't come near me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, there we go. But Far East markets have rallied uh, overnight, strangely enough, having um, had the report on Friday evening. This was after the market shut that Trump had been taken into hospital, which they said was an abundance of caution. Uh, but, uh, you know, nevertheless, it was... Uh, all a bit sort of confusing in some respects. There was a bit of uh, certainly confusion over his prognosis uh, from uh, the doctors at the hospital and then his uh, the messages coming out of the White House. So uh, uh, anyway, we, we're, the markets have rebounded somewhat. Um, and I think yeah. possibly on the back of Trump coming out of hospital today, uh, but probably more likely uh, some sort of um, a confidence about the second fiscal aid package. But I, I still think that's some way off, Adrian. Yeah, so we're seeing the Dow up, what, 170 points or something like that uh, today. Uh, of course, the US hasn't come in yet, so it's still a little bit early to get too excited about it because they might react differently. But uh, yes, I mean, if it is down to the fiscal aid package, we've talked about this before, about how the Democrats are so far away from the Republicans. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, we've discussed this before that really the Democrats just seem to want to make their package so far away. Um, than the Republicans, so that really they'll never agree um, before the presidential election. Uh, yeah, I, I would say. I, I mean, you know, the Democrats have tabled a, a significant package that uh, hasn't, got, you know, was not in agreement with what the uh, Republicans wanted, and there's been all these negotiations since then. Uh, and there's sort of some sort of confidence now that they're uh, they're starting to meet a little bit, but. I don't know. I just, if I were the Democrats, why would you want to rush to get this agreed before the 3rd of November when potentially you're going to have the whip hand in both houses, uh, i.e., mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the House of Representatives and the Senate? So it just sort of seems a bit more, a bit less likely, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, it's unlikely that they're going to do it for the good of humanity uh, instead of political reasons, isn't it? I think. Um... Yeah, that's right. Well, in the longer term, obviously, they'll get the right decision. But, you know, what is it? We're 5th of October and the election's on the 3rd of November and Trump's yeah. in hospital with COVID. And, you know, there's huge amounts of uncertainty. I just I just don't think that's going to happen. It, it might do. Um, maybe the Republicans will cave. I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, sort of the pictures of him out, out in his uh, motorcade, wasn't there? Um, you know, and then probably infecting all the people that all his security staff that are in his car. It's all very strange sort of behavior. Are you, are you talking about this, this drive yeah. past? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. that is utter madness. Anyone who is infectious to then get into any car, you're supposed to be isolating and locked down. I mean, it's bizarre behavior, Adrian. And you just got to wonder is he is he he can't be that well if he's making a decision like that this is the guy that after all has got the access to the launch codes for the US's nuclear arsenal yeah it's uh, yeah strange behavior but desperate times uh, i suppose uh, jerry um yeah all right. So, what about the, then the, the equity markets in general last week? Um, a bit more positive than the prior week, certainly. Yeah, it was uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, things uh, certainly uh, certainly improved uh, uh, early on in the week, anyway, uh, from the yes. wobbles from the from the previous week. Uh, let's be clear. Um, but I think news that when you know when Trump announced that he tested positive, and this was early. What is it? Sort of quarter past six Friday morning our time yeah. so well before the US opened plunge didn't it yeah oh yeah uh, but then rebounded you know when the US market opened and then went down again then up again uh, but it really actually put non-farm payroll in the shade in a way although the data was a little bit underwhelming uh, to be honest but uh, it, yeah. that's that, that that was not the story Friday, uh, which normally it would be because it's probably the most key release along with an interest rate decision that you can get during the month. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, Trump managed to keep the focus on him. He likes to steal the show, doesn't he? He doesn't. He, he loves it. He doesn't like it when someone else does. Uh, I'm not letting that non-farm payroll get in my way. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, that's... Uh, Interestingly, uh, I was reading that October is statistically uh, the most volatile month uh, of the year, um, and it's often quite a strong month uh, too. So statistically, so uh, I guess here we are, sort of second day of uh, October on Friday, and sort of living up to that expectation, probably. Yeah, golly, but um, you know, you've got what thirty days until the election. I, I yeah, it's it could go anywhere, Adrian, really. But I think the perceived wisdom now is that um, whether it be Trump, whether it be Biden, the stock market is going to continue to do well because there is no alternative. We, we've used that phrase so many yeah. times over the last year, two years. And that that remains, especially with interest rates uh, being crushed by the Fed back at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, you can you've only got one place to put your money, Adrian, as always. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, FTSE um, up about 1%, Jerry. Uh, Dow up around sort of just shy of 2%. So uh, just generally strong across the board for equities. What about the uh, what about the currencies? Um, how, uh, how have they been performing? Well, you know, it, it this, the dollar had given a little bit of ground back uh, as the risk off mode sort of has sort of slipped a bit. But I think it will probably persist, i.e., I don't think the dollar is about a collapse. Um, I, mm. I think that'll if, if there is going to be a further erosion in the dollar's value, I think that's not going to happen until after the um, U.S. election, um, i.e. that trend, uh, the weakening trend in the dollar uh, will continue yes. uh, possibly. Uh, but I think that's really ahead of the U.S. election, the presidential election. I think uh, there's a lot of uncertainty, so I suspect the dollar probably will uh, remain stable-ish 
really. But it's not the dollar. It's sterling. Is the exciting one, Adrian? Look at sterling. Yeah. Yeah, there's been some big moves there. And of course, the, the talks uh, still continue between the UK and the European Union um, to sort of narrow their differences, don't they? Um, so they kind of they had been kind of poles apart. But Well, I still think they probably are. But I know that uh, Boris Johnson had a Zoom online chat with uh, EU Commission President, that's Ursula von der Leyen. And I think they both agreed to, to push ahead with these what I refer to as tunnel negotiations, um, uh, and I think I think David Frost and Michel Barnier have done as much as they can, perhaps under the current remit, to narrow their differences. And the differences are, you know, these the, the level playing field, which is all to do with state subsidies, and also the access to the UK uh, fishing territories, which uh, is does not look negotiable. So I think Michel Barnier is now speaking to the uh, individually used states uh, to do with their you know what, what 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 they can do to to unblock the uh, impasse at the moment so uh, but the, the key thing is adrian these tunnel negotiations the detailed discussions now they've got to conclude all those ahead of the eu summit on the 14th and 15th of this month to be able to get a deal done by the end of october i mean yeah and, well this is the, this is the eu they, they wanted they, they love the last minute deals well guess what it'll be the 11th you know the the 59th minute of the 11th hour, I suspect. <laughs> yeah, uh, as always. Um, and so uh, really, I think we can all expect that sterling is going to remain to be probably the most volatile uh, currency, can't we, Jerry? Because we've all, oh. you know, ev everyone's got COVID going on, um, yeah. but we've got, you know, the added flavour of Brexit thrown in. Uh, to the yeah, mix. we certainly have. A absolutely. Uh, so that, that, that uncertainty is going to remain well, certainly until the end of October and, and possibly beyond, really, because it depends on the scope of this uh, deal. Uh, I think it's going to be more limited than most were hoping at the outset. I still think we'll get a deal, but, you know, that uncertainty, that's going to remain, I'm afraid. Yeah, so for traders, I think really what that means is that you know, from a safety perspective, um, trade duration probably you know skewed to the shorter side, uh, really, because you're likely to get sort of big shock reactions that can sort of move the market sort of uh, more in a not random way, but you know not you know it can change the direction quite quickly uh, of the pound. So I think really just be a little bit careful, but expect bigger moves than we might normally do. Uh, really, uh, but it does actually make it quite an exciting time to trade. Just be careful on those trade durations. Uh, what about the commodities uh, then, Jerry? Gold up a couple of percent uh, last week. Um, yeah, after, uh, a, bit a, a bit of a sell-off in the prior week, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it seems to be dominated by the US dollar, really being a, a dollar-based yeah. commodity. Uh, if the dollar strengthens, it's not going to perform particularly well. Add to the fact that gold had a, a very emotional charge in uh, August, pushing it um, above $2,000. And I think we've uh, really got ahead of ourselves, or the gold market's got ahead of itself. Uh, and I think now with the dollar uh, recovering from that sort of one, 120 level on the euro, uh, it's caused the same reaction in gold. Uh, and I think it's going to need another leg lower in the dollar to see yes. gold press back above $2,000 now, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then uh, finally, for the review, uh, oil. Uh, looking at um, Brent crude, so UK oil t today uh, here. That took a bit of a battering last week, wasn't it? Down about sort of six, seven percent. Um, yeah. What was it, that for? It, 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 well, I, I think it'd been struggling anyway, oil, and then eventually that uh, Brent crude or UK oil 
uh, falling through that sort of $40 level caused um, further sort of profit taking or long liquidation. And I think a lot of it's down to the fact that um, uh, there isn't enough. To, there is not that pickup in demand that a lot of bulls were hoping for. Yeah. And I think any any lim, lingering hopes that demand is going to pick up, I think they've really been quashed. Really, as this pandemic uh, has surged again in Europe. Uh, look at the numbers in Madrid. Look at the numbers in Paris. Wow. Uh, and generally in the UK, although we're we're doing almost three times the amount of testing that France is. So uh, you could say we're bound to pick up more cases, but it's more the the R factor, which apparently is 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 not getting out of hand uh, in the UK, unlike uh, uh, in in parts of uh, Spain and in France. So, uh, but anyway, you know, it, it's it's not good news um, because these local lockdowns that you're seeing uh, in various parts of the UK and across Europe basically means that demand in the oil is not going to pick up at all, is it? You know, no, it doesn't seem like it in the short term, certainly. Uh, okay, um, I think that's mostly it, Jerry. Anything else to, to quickly cover off on, or are we, we pretty much good then? No, that's that, that's sort of a, a nice synopsis of what's going on, yeah. Good. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that's um, that's pretty much it from us then. So what we do have uh, this week is a couple of events on. Uh, so if you'd like to tune in and learn one of our favorite trading strategies at Trendsignal, we are an educator after all, and we're here, all here uh, to help traders to get better results with their trading and to improve their understanding and knowledge so we can take on these these markets, particularly with the volatility in the moment. at the moment. If October does become a more volatile month of the year, it's got some competition after previous months this year, but certainly who knows with an election and you know there's a lot of opportunity around brexit as well so if you'd like a strategy that can help you pick up that uh, opportunity then come along to one of our free trading events you can go to bit.ly slash learn ts uh, so if you're watching us you can see it on screen so this is our short link bit.ly slash learn ts you can register for a free place at one of our live trading events this week we've got three on this week and we'll be teaching you one of our trading strategies that we can apply to the fx the index and the commodity markets to identify high probability turning points in the market it's a great strategy and one that we think could really help you take on these markets uh, effectively um, so um, get yourself booked in for that one otherwise um, so for myself and jerry have a wonderful week's trading and we'll see you again next time Bye-bye for now.